0: This is heavy conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce, and I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here
1: we go. <laughs> All right, Here we go. Oh, All right, right. Here we go. Here, go. Right. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Jody, hey Bruce. So we we've done it. We've almost made it through uh, uh,
0: a decade. Oh my god. Yes. A whole. No- where does the time go? It flies. I I just feel like. I don't. Every day it goes, it's clicking by faster and faster and faster. I know. I know it it, it
1: does feel (laughs) that way. Maybe it's just getting older. I
0: don't know. Yes. I feel like there's just more things going on in our lives and it just speeds by.
1: Right. So I I feel like we need to do what everyone is doing right now and Mm -hmm. uh, look back at the last decade and put it through a specific lens. And for us, since we... Talk about and deal with and are bigger guys. Oh yeah, we need to take a look at uh, how the industry and the body positivity movement and body image in culture how that has changed over the last ten years. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we before we jump in, I I want to uh, apologize for all the glitter all over here. I I didn't know. What happened in here? I, I'm just saying that because I just looked up and you, you got a little glitter it's in your there. forehead as well. And yeah, it's, it's everywhere. So there was a a glitter bomb basically at the table. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The six-year-old and a nine-year-old decided to make some Christmas wreaths. And, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: It's very festive everywhere.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> attempted to get rid of all of that, but, but here we are. It'll
0: be here forever.
1: Yeah. I know. I'm, I've been finding glitter in places you don't want to know about for oh, days. I know. I know. I know so yes so it's kind of looking back at um how things have changed and i mean for 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 me uh you know i started chubster really started working on it in 2010 so Mm -hmm. it kind of has grown over this decade and um the way that i've looked at all of this has uh really grown and changed over that time and it's interesting to be here where we're at now i definitely would not have expected to be here in any sense uh (laughs) of the word i guess um in 2010 yeah so
0: i mean i don't even think there was much of a big and tall body positive movement 10 years ago yeah there was stuff for women right but there definitely at least not in my world was much of a body positive big and tall anything in the media or or any sort of movement that i saw maybe there were little bits here and there that were trying to spark something, but there wasn't quite the movement that there is now, which is, it's kind of insane to think about how far it has come already. Um, right. I mean, Bjorn and I started a, you know, big and tall underwear company about five years ago now, mm-hmm. or coming up on five years. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, in 2010, I would have never even thought that was possible. Right. Like I wasn't even thinking of like, there weren't even big and tall clothing, options that were anywhere near stylish that i found anywhere you know so just to think of like now I'm, i work at one of the biggest uh you know big and tall men's clothing stores right you know so it's it's kind of crazy
1: they're everywhere, and yeah, they're everywhere yeah they're everywhere yeah and, 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 and more even, and
0: more companies are trying to get in there and right they've finally seen that you know we are people that want clothes we want Fashion. We want style. We we you know we want the same things that everyone wants and definitely yeah it's it's pretty amazing it
1: is and, and <clears throat> just looking at even even just looking at like DXL they've changed so much and well yeah the they
0: basically t- change their yeah. completely their, their name their DXL. yeah they're yeah. DXL now not casual male XL right. yeah right you know and just even that little bit you know that small of a thing they completely rebranded and they know that there's a market out there so they're really tapping into that and. Trying to capture the the people that are out there that want clothes and right yeah
1: yeah you know when I when I started I wasn't seeing anything out there I didn't see when I was looking at looking around on the internet I wasn't seeing anything that I felt like represented me I wasn't seeing uh, I wasn't being catered to I guess mm-hmm. and uh, every other kind of customer really seems to be or at least it felt like it at that time that yeah. everyone else was was represented you know and so seeing how this has changed has been interesting because I, you know, I've told this story a lot, but you go to the, you go to the big and tall stores at that time. Nobody looked like me, uh, you know, it was the mm-hmm. taller ex football player kind of guy. Um, there was nobody short and wide. And yeah. You just weren't seeing that mm-hmm. you go into the mall. And I mean, still you go into the mall. You're not seeing this, that, that has not changed yeah, quite yeah, yeah. yet, but uh, there just weren't options. And, um, even online, it just wasn't – there weren't really people who were taking the chance to try and represent people with bigger bodies in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Definitely not in the uh, you know in the apparel industry. You weren't seeing um, fashion websites unless they were like a real niche. I, like, I don't know when yeah. Torrid started for Women's Plus, but yeah, yeah. I feel like it's been a long time. Elaine Bryant, which you knew you had these very specific niche kind mm-hmm, of places, mm-hmm. but that was it. And – with Lane Bryant now I'm not uh, I'm not familiar with what they carry now but yeah. I know that at the time it felt like a very specific type of mm-hmm. clothing for a specific type of customer a lot like it was with Big & Tall back then yeah. for us so uh, all of that has changed and we see we're seeing more representation and we are absolutely seeing more on the women's plus side but you look at the men's side of it. We're seeing we're seeing change. We're seeing that there's interest that these companies are starting to expand their size ranges. Mm-hmm. That uh, they are featuring bigger models in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. I think that, that's that such is. a big I,
0: step. I really love that. I'm seeing more guys that look like me in yeah. advertisements just across the board. Even totally. not even just in fashion, but just in commercials even just right. And they're not like just the joke. They're like, they are the guy, you that's know? the key. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so the, the that's, real, that's come a long way too. I think we're not just the joke Yeah. anymore. And for so long,
1: that's what it was. The, the funny fat guy, the villain, we've talked mm-hmm. about that before, just that those were, those were the, that was where you were able to be and you mm-hmm. could fit within
0: that. But. And I think that, that kind of representation matters just as much. Absolutely. Like we, if we're not just the joke or the, sidekick or the whatever the best friend right we're the leading guy we're the we can be all those things and be aspirational inspirational all that kind of stuff i think that is really important and definitely you know that's really come a long ways as well
1: yeah and we're seeing more of that in in popular culture i mean certainly certainly with plus size women when you look at a show like shrill Mm -hmm. or uh lizzo being out there and just like dominating and uh, you know, you, you see those things, and that's a that it makes a big difference. Uh, I mean, for us, I guess it's kind of divisive, but we've got we've got fat Thor, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we're just we're seeing more of that. We're seeing more representations and better representations in general. And I I feel like in another decade we're going to be in a very different place. Oh yeah,
0: I I think. I mean, I mean, yeah. Who knows where? Right. But I can only hope and dream that it's going to be even better and there'll be way more representation for all types of bodies and people and you so, got to be yeah. optimistic yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right right we should open this beer <clears throat> i know i was gonna say this will brighten up my optimism or this is yeah the, so you want to oh I, i'm not sure where i why i picked this one but it's called barrel of monks brewing parade of souls it's a little off season maybe uh imperial stout um Prade of Souls is our Belgian inspired version of an imperial start. It is a dark it is dark as night, but don't be afraid of the dark bold and velvety, there are notes of chocolate and dark fruit with complexity added by the Belgian yeast strain used, but without the harshness found in most stouts all right, so this beer is a beast it's a ten percent is that correct Ooh. yeah it is a it's a stout that is uh yeah, it comes in a very fancy um almost. Oh, yep. Oh, there we uh, go. Champagne looking bottle. Yep. Ooh. It is. It's a big bottle yeah. for sure. And so we're going to be getting optimistic and yeah,
1: yes we are. Yes we are. I mean, it's, <laughs> this feels like a good end of year. Ooh. Ooh. Oh boy. Oh, man, I got it's a little a, shook up in s- my, a slow pourer on that one. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a good an, toast to the end yeah, of the year. End of year beer. It's a good one. Good one for that. So yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it is, (laughs) I don't even know what to say about it. I know that this is going to be, it's going to be thick. It's going to stay with us.
0: Uh, I'll give you a little glass. This this other one is. Yeah. That right. first one, I, I'm ashamed to even talk about that first pour. <laughs> that's, that's all right. It's a big glass of froth.
1: The first pour is, is difficult sometimes. And I, I admit that I did not bring down the stout glass from our B cups.
0: What is, are these I are know. very, well, I guess we'll just have to it's have a little the, sippy one. Yeah, this is the, the funk <clears throat> glass. Um, I think it got too <laughs> shook up in my bag when I was You're coming gonna, over here. That's all right. That's all Maybe right. Maybe I'll just drink it out of the bottle. No. though. Here you go. We're all a s- little sicky. Yeah, it's like it's going
1: around. All right. Let's see here.
0: You give it a little taste. I'm just going to pour it a
1: touch and taste it. Oh, that's uh, you can taste the alcohol. Wow. Um, it's good. It's ooh. Is that a little chocolatey? Yes. But,
0: yeah. Chocolatey. Yeah. Wow. That uh, is very potent.
1: Yeah. Little, little. It, it does say without the harshness found in many stouts. I would agree with it's that. Not,
0: yeah. It's not as harsh that way.
1: Oh. The the front of it here, uh, okay. It's Boca Raton, Florida, is where uh, Barrel of Monks Brewing is. Uh, the The label has uh, monks, <laughs> has um, some people in, uh, uh, like the the skull makeup. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a like a New Orleans kind of processional sort mm-hmm. of thing. I, you know, I don't,
0: it's interesting. Yeah, it's like it's a roastiness very chocolatey though oh this is good and like it's almost got like sweetness in yeah. there too
1: yeah Woo. it's potent you can tell
0: i know you i'm can... scared to drink much of this that's
1: all right that's <clears> all right. <throat> as we reminisce it'll mm-hmm. be easier or harder i don't know we'll see we'll see impressive yes yeah.
0: barrel of monkeys 10 percent alcohol <laughs> barrel of monks Monks, Monkeys. What
1: <laughs> Barrel of monkeys. That's another brewery, I'm yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> Barrel of monks. It's already
1: got me. It does. It does. You just had to smell it. So this is the 2019 bottle. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, good. Good. We'll have to continue enjoying. Yes. Okay. Yep. Whew. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we've certainly seen progress in companies, uh, you know, starting to represent us better. We're also seeing that. Um, brands are carrying a wider variety of sizes Mm -hmm. and you know I think that really comes back to culture that comes back to people using their voices to say hey we need we need this we want to see more uh, more options we want to see ourselves better reflected in Mm -hmm. in, uh, culture and commerce and it also comes with these companies taking that chance and seeing that they can make a significant amount of money. Right.
0: Yeah. There's that there. And that's the thing. We got, we have to support those companies that are trying to support us. Right. Whether it's clothing or watching TV shows or movies that have um, bigger guys in it, bigger bodies, that kind of thing. Right. I think that's really important so that they start doing more of that. That's, you know, they don't know if that we want it unless we go and support it. Right. Which I think is really important. But I also think like um, some of the, I think a lot of the fashion, photography, whatever, they're embracing more, quote-unquote, imperfections. Like, I think a lot of that Photoshop stuff is really gone away now, which is really nice. Just, like, you see people, pe- actual people, you know, you're seeing the real person in those photos. You know, it doesn't right. seem really, you know, you can sometimes see those ads and you're like, so that is not a real person like totally. they're just too just weird like there's something a little off
1: like movie posters you know yeah, they do.
0: they're just like a little bit off you're like what is going on there yeah right. Like i i really appreciate when i see just a real person with yeah any sort of blemishes on their face or you know any kind of whatever like That's one of the things I always wanted
1: to do with Chubster. I always wanted to do an interview with someone who works for like a magazine that specifically their job is to airbrush those, Mm -hmm. you know, or edit those photos and just talk to them about that process. And, um,
0: Kind of where that comes from, why they do yeah. it, and we've all seen those like weird horror ones where, like, the girl's leg is like this little thing, right. or their arms, or sixteen whatever. foot feet long. Yeah, or like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> that arm
1: can't really reach there. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. work. I'm always curious about that, and I'd love to find one of those people and just like ha- see how they see what, are that. They, what do they look like. Yeah, right. Do right. they do they look like that? Are they aliens? It feels to me like it has to be one of those things where it's a. A boss or something coming down and saying, "Okay, we need to take a little bit of that extra skin off there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever." Because I mean, I get that they want compelling photos, but it's also just it's like their their idea of what is compelling and what is good mm-hmm. that is that is certainly changing. We're seeing that yeah. change from what it was, yeah. you know, nine ten years ago to what it is today.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's so think, good. I think that is a a very nice improvement that we've seen, or at least that I've noticed seeing a lot more real bodies.
1: I think we're also seeing people take matters into their own hands. And you kind of touched on this, that we're seeing small businesses, people who are starting, they're starting businesses or creating projects or doing things that, mm-hmm. that put a, that shine a light on uh, body image and body positivity and uh, the things that are missing the things that we don't like. And that's across the board. I mean, yeah. this, this decade has been all about, you know, doing that through social media. Yeah. And th-
0: yeah. I was going to say, I think social media has had a really big impact like Instagram and right. You know, all the different photo sharing places. Like, yeah, that's where we can share our own art, our own images and, right. you know, celebrate that. And then it gets picked up by bigger platforms, bigger media and, and shared across. And right. I think that has had a big impact on body positivity you know, in the last 10 years, last couple of years, even, even more.
1: We don't need <clears throat> permission to do the things that we want mm-hmm. or to be the things that we want. And we can find other people who believe in the same thing. And I, you know, I think that's good. I think, I think it has really helped. It's, uh, you know, as, as much as I, um, don't love social media for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That is a real strength. And I think it, it has made such a huge difference. Yeah, I know, I know in my career, whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing now, whatever this <laughs> yeah, is called, it's, yes. I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for yeah, social media. Yeah, and all I, that.
0: I think the same for bearskin. We, you know, we owe a lot of our success to a lot of the social media stuff and people sharing images of themselves in our products right. has done wonders for our business. But, you know, it also inspires people to be more comfortable with their body. So it's like, absolutely, it's not, It you know, yes, it's a business. So we have to make money, but I, I also want to be, helping people feel better about themselves. So I think in some sort of way we're doing that by sharing and inspiring people to show off their bodies and be proud of their bodies the way that they are. I think. Right. Yeah. Social media and that kind of thing has done a lot for us.
1: And I don't think there's anything wrong with like doing these kind of things. You can have that as your mission, but to be able to carry out your mission and complete your mission you have to be able to live, you you know? So, 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 I mean, and that's always, that was something early on with doing this that I, that I kind of struggled with was like, what, what's, where's the happy medium? How does that work? And I feel like a lot of that is, has come around with in different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, from people who are doing the Patreon thing to Mm -hmm. people who have started businesses around a specific issue and ways to address that. And for me with Chubster, the idea was that, um, was a subversive activism was a way to um, a good on ramp to body Im- to positive body image is and, and fat acceptance is um, clothing and style and finding things that you feel good to mm-hmm. wear you find an outfit you put it together you wear it you feel good about it yeah
0: absolutely you're gonna love that
1: you find a community of like minded people and you run with it mm-hmm. and it's a great place to start and you just kind of go from there and so I, I feel like. We've seen so much, so much forward momentum in the last ten years, and I guess that leads
0: to the question of
1: what's next.
0: Mm-hmm. What, um, is it, what do you have predictions or mystic? crystal ball i do i I I do do. i'm pulling out my crystal ball okay all right
1: uh it's very glittery yes it is it is everything is glittery in here today (laughs) um yeah you know i think that i think we're going to continue to see a lot of the uh walls torn down around some of these things um we're still not seeing a lot of uh high fashion uh Mm -hmm. you know we're not seeing a lot of plus size people on the on the runways on a on a high level uh, there, there are a few people who are doing it and and, and that's, that's yeah. cool. But I think we're going to see more of that kind of get out there. I think, um, I think that it's just this, this idea that you can't be bigger and aspirational uh, is going to go away. And mm-hmm. we're going to see that uh, people with different body types and different abilities and so many other things are uh, better represented. I think that's going to be a big push as we go into the next decade, mm-hmm. um, I think that we will, I think it will be less of a thing, you know, it's like, it is a, it's, it's a thing. So when, yeah, when it just something seems more natural, right. It won't. Yeah. When it happens, it's all getting reported on or it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's showing up as a big viral thing and it's, Oh wow, this is a neat thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, but it's just a little blip right. right now
1: and it'll just become more and more common. And mm-hmm. I think that's really where we're headed. I think that, um, I think that, si- that we'll continue to see companies extend their sizes mm-hmm. and kind of branch out there. And it may not always be out of the kindness of their own heart or them having an epiphany. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's mm-hmm. what it is. If they're offering clothes and they're thinking about how to make things. And not even just clothes, but other products. Yeah, yeah. That's for what I was I think... It, it,
0: I think- I think it's going to be go beyond just clothing. Um, I'm hoping there are more representations in media and yeah. that kind of thing, where we're the big bodies are more the leading roles. They aren't the comedic roles all the time. I think I think there'll be more of that. I, at least I'm hoping that there will be more of that. Right. I think that sort of representation matters. That we're not just the comedy and totally the comedic relief, and we're taken seriously. So it'll bleed into. The rest of our lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think that's, that's where we're headed and it, it feels, it feels like we're, we're headed in the right direction. Mm Um, I'm excited, um, just for what we're trying to do with Chubster for, you know, going into 2020, just kind of expanding that and, um, pushing the, uh, the original mission, which was to help the original mission was to help men of size, find, create and share their style. Mm -hmm. Um, That is evolving. I think it's still, it's still there, but I, I just, I think that reaching out to our community and helping people share their stories and um, be happier with who they are is vital. And
0: I think we're going to continue to see that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely hoping that at Bearskin, we can do that same sort of thing. And, help inspire and share people's stories, whatever way that we can in yeah. any little way that we can help out. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, am excited for the next adventure and whatever is coming up.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I feel like we've covered a lot of that and we have only a, a short amount of time before the beer starts to kick in. Uh-huh. Cause that is, that is some intense, intense yes. stuff.
0: Yes. Um, <clears throat> so what else are you up to, Bruce? Well,
1: the other thing for me um, that I'm pretty excited about is um, I am going, I'm going to Arizona. Oh, which yeah. If someone's in Arizona listening to this now, they're like, eh, maybe that's not very exciting. But no. I'm going to the desert, Oh, the Arizona desert to do a thing. And uh, I, have, <laughs> I know, Ooh, I know, I know. A I, thing. Not allowed to talk much about it mm-hmm. yet, but um i have i i drove through the arizona desert once when i moved from the midwest to the west coast Mm -hmm. I took the long route and went through and it was amazing but i didn't really get to stop you know so i'm excited to go and stay for a few days and get to really experience Mm -hmm. it um i'm i'm gonna be 40 in like a month you know so welcome yeah (laughs) welcome one of us welcome yes yes so i um I don't know. It, it's, it's just gotten me thinking about traveling more and having more experiences and getting out there and doing things, yeah. you know? So I am, I'm really excited to do this because it's one of the only like places that I haven't gone and experienced, okay. uh, you know, in depth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the United States. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to get out there and, and just do that. And uh,
0: that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona beautiful. Yeah. Fun. Especially, I mean, this time of year is the best. It's not so freaking hot. That's what I'm wondering is like, I, I need to look at the weather and see what it's going to be like. Yeah. Because it's... it's the desert. It gets cold at night. Yeah. So.
1: But it'll be nice during the day. Yeah. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's it for me.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess we have a little bit of travel plans for the, after the holidays because since I work retail, there's no traveling during the holiday. Um. So Bjorn and I are going to Montana for like a, a week, I think. Nice. Right after, like during the new year, I think. So we're going to be skiing and enjoying some family time, and it's going to be fun. I'm hoping, well, I don't know if we, I was hoping maybe we could get in a ski trip here before we go, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, got to get those skis out about all the gear last year, so got to get that out and get on that mountain Nice. Yes. That's about it. Just busy, busy with holiday. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate you having a little recap with me.
1: Yeah, this is this has been good. I would be curious to hear if you're listening to this. What what do you feel like? What's what's good about the last ten years as far as you know body positivity, more more options for uh, extended size clothing. What do you like? What's missing? What would you like to see? You know, let us know. Hit us up on social. Uh, heavy combo on. Yeah. 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 Let us know. Let us know what you're, what you think. Uh, You know, we've got, we've got a ways to go, but we're seeing progress and I think we've seen more progress in the last 10 years than we've ever seen. It's going to keep
0: going quicker. Definitely. All right. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks, Jody. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to heavy conversation. Be sure to like, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast! <laughs> Podcast! <laughs>